Welcome back to the That Got Me Thinking podcast. I'm your host Nat and today I've got some questions for you to ponder. When was the last time you gave yourself what you always offer to others? Love, support and light. We could be natural givers but at whose expense? When do we refill ourselves before becoming completely depleted? How often do you check in with yourself? How often do you take time to sit and centre and ask your heart what it needs? ask your soul what it longs for? How often do you sit and appreciate all that is already in your life? How often do you marvel at the nature that surrounds us or the love that is within us? How often do you reflect on your life, the twists, turns and lessons that have brought us to where we are today? How often do you consider what's really important in your life, what you truly value? How often do you watch the world go by as you sit watch and admire the intricacies that make us individual whilst realising the simplicity in our natures that make us all the same. How often do you remember that we are all working through aspects of our beings, aspects of our lives, when all we have to do is surrender to the healing and understand that everything is working out for us? How often do we consider that we're only tiny particles in a planet that is part of a huge cosmos, that we are important and insignificant in equal measure. How often do we reflect that our time on this earth is not given, that our tomorrows are gifts that are given to us? How often do we give ourselves the love, care and passion that we extend to others? How often do we view our imperfections as the very thing that makes us individual, that sets us apart and shows us our areas of growth? How often do we answer and consider all these questions and hold ourselves in a place of love, appreciation for all we are? How often do we ponder how magical we are? Out of all the people on the planet, there's only one of us. That we are capable of things far greater than our imagination. But where will your imagination leave you? Which is the topic of today's conversation. I'm speaking with Hannah, Summer and Jalen from the Little Women podcast to discuss what really matters and how young women are becoming so much more aware of social change and how they can play their part. I hope you enjoy this conversation. Have a lovely, lovely week. Take care. Hello and welcome back to this week's edition of So That Got Me Thinking podcast. I am your host Nat and today we have got not but one but three special guests for you. So we have got the Little Women podcast that was founded and hosted by three best friends. We've got Hannah, Summer and Jalen on the line today. And a result of lockdown boredom, they wanted to create this podcast to help other teenagers going through that uncertain phase of deciding upon a career and choosing goals for your life. So they interview guests from a variety of walks of life and industries with the goals of helping listeners learn more about careers and what may be of interest. So I have been on their podcast and I was really excited to have them to come on here because I love getting different perspectives of what's going on because ultimately we all go through the same things no matter what age we are, no matter what walk of life we get from and I thought that these ladies would have some brilliant perspectives to share with us. So I know you talked about you started this podcast during lockdown what are some of the difficulties you faced during that time do you think um in terms of lockdown for me personally I feel like um it was a really big adjustment Mm. um 
I'd never spent so much time by myself. <laughs> yeah. And we were speaking on our podcast a little bit about being by yourself and having time to do things that you like and take care of yourself. And I think for me before lockdown, that had never actually been a thing to like do self-care or like, mm. um, you know, just do what I enjoy. So that was um, something. And it was also hard because I felt like we had, you know, we had just finished our A-levels technically. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, we weren't really sure what was happening with those. Um, and I felt like I should still be doing schoolwork and I should still be being productive during this pandemic. And I think the main struggle for me was just learning how to adjust my mindset and just not think like that. And I think there was a pressure to be productive, wasn't there, a little bit? Like, especially when you saw on social media, like, people, well, I haven't made banana bread, so who am I? Because everyone else <laughs> makes banana bread, you know? It's all those things. Well, I haven't started jogging, so, gosh, I need to start that. And I have, you know, I think there was a lot of pressure mm. to be, like, filling your day with things. I felt a lot of almost, like, yeah, fear of missing out on, I don't know what, because there was nothing <laughs> to do. But I really felt that that there should be, I don't know, should my days be so productive? Let's, let's get busy when there was nothing to busy with. And I think maybe it's because we're so unsure of being quiet and being just with ourselves that also it makes us confront things about ourselves that we hadn't that we don't normally touch on. And that can be a bit scary, can't it? When we're so used to being distracted by busy, I suppose. Mm. I definitely agree like what you said about seeing people on social media doing loads of stuff I kept seeing posts saying like oh you've had six months of doing nothing like and you're still like this and I was like we're, li- we're literally in a pandemic give me a break yeah like, <laughs> this is so unprecedented and I agree I think there was a lot of pressure on one hand people were like be kind be nice and clap for NHS and be lovely and on the other hand people were like why aren't you doing that mm. what's going on what have you got sorted? What are you doing next? What have you thought about it? And you're like, wow, I'm like trying to just live, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get by. Um, and I'm doing the best I can on a daily basis. Um, so for me, it was less like pressure from other people, but more so pressure on myself. Um, because I was so used to having routine and being organized and having school and having schoolwork. When that routine got taken away from me, I just genuinely didn't know what to do with myself and I was putting so much pressure on myself to start new things and obviously we started the podcast and I started YouTube and it just never was enough for me and I just couldn't satisfy the fact that I'm supposed to be working on myself and I'm supposed to come out of this lockdown the best version of myself and I had nowhere like no idea where to start because usually my motivation would be like for teachers I'd give them homework and I'd try and like impress them but then when I was put with myself I was like damn I don't actually know like what will like fulfill myself and what will because I had no person to do it for other than for me and I just didn't know what to do with myself at that point oh that's that's good (laughs) I think everyone can relate to that I can relate to that so much it's a bit like what so I've only got to make myself happy (laughs) I've I've never yeah and it makes us think doesn't it like how much we do just for other people because for almost for their approval or for their I don't know, the want to be accepted in that, whatever that is, like you say, in a school version or whatever that looks like. And suddenly I've only got to please myself. <laughs> I, I can be my own worst critic. I can be harsh no, on myself. Mm. Yeah. And I think I learned that. Like I really had to talk myself out of it to be like, 
would you talk to a friend like that, Nat? No, you would not. So why <laughs> would you talk to yourself in that way? Because, oh gosh, especially when you've got all this time mm. yeah. to sit there and, you know, it's just really difficult, really, really difficult. Mm. Um, thank you for that. So I want, so when I'm coaching teens in school, so usually I do that in a group, mm. there's, there's pressures within a group as it is, isn't it? But I see a lot of issues around self-esteem particularly with young women that I deal with what pressures do you think that teenagers are facing at the moment um I would definitely agree with that self-esteem is definitely one and I don't think it ever won't be one (laughs) Mm. um especially I think one of the things I noticed as well coming out of school was noticing how often you kind of compare yourself to others when you're in that environment where there's lots of people and then you know I was just at home and I was like I don't have to impress anyone (laughs) (laughs) um I think in terms of other struggles um I feel like uncertainty is definitely one um yeah like Jaylan was saying I think teenagers um constantly have this routine of being in school having essays having exams everything like that and you just get used to it it's all you've ever known um, and then with the pandemic hitting, that takes it away, especially for us who kind of just left school randomly. Yeah, we didn't have <laughs> any closure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's exactly it. Like no closure. Um, and then for the kids who are still in school, um, there's also so much uncertainty. You know, are you going back? Are you doing online school? Mm. How are exams working? And you know, you just you don't know where you stand essentially so I think that's that was definitely one for me mm. I feel the same yeah yeah also like you said about the um self-esteem issues I had really bad self-esteem like I had like bo- body image issues I still do at the moment to be honest um but they did get I did find that they got better during lockdown because I wasn't having to go to school like especially in sixth form you're having to dress up and like mm. the pressure was off like yeah exactly um and like you said, having more time with yourself, you didn't really have to try and impress anyone but yourself. So mm. I feel like that was def- that's made it easier for me. But then it's also caused other issues like social anxiety, sky high. <laughs> <at the moment. laughs> um, and like, I don't know, like if I go out, like if I've, like, I've been taking the dogs out on walks like a lot more because obviously I've got nothing else to do. Um, yeah. And uh, I have been if I see someone I know I'm like oh my god oh my god there's someone I know what do I say what do I say and just like start panicking I know and I think loads of people can relate to that someone's like what do I say like a real person in real life what does <laughs> yeah. that look like and what what do I say to them now it's, um, and I remember seeing you know seeing someone at the shopping like am I allowed to speak with you is that okay like I, I so the landscape has changed so much we're trying to work out what our new cultural norms are almost aren't we like what what is allowed now and what what where do I place within that I think a little bit mm. well self-esteem for me like I feel like it kind of flipped um when I went to school I like never thought about body image or anything and I guess like yeah. wearing just the same uniform or just putting on like six form clothes and everyone wore them I never really thought about it much on a day-to-day basis but especially because of things like TikTok becoming so popular, I felt that I was on social media way more than I ever was before. And I'd be like flicking through TikTok and there'd be like all these girls with the ideal bodies. And even though you see a lot more body yeah. positivity, it's a result of 
how much people were struggling during lockdown just seeing all these girls with the ideal body image saying like let's I'm going on my run today at 5am and then I'm doing this and I'm doing that and then it made me actually feel worse just constantly looking at these images and it's hard because there isn't much you can do and usually you wouldn't think about stuff that frequently because you'd be out with friends or going to school but yeah, just, yeah but just like seeing people showing off like their figures and things like that it's just I feel like it kind of flipped in that way because day to day I'd be out and about and I just really wouldn't care but now it's something where it's like forcing me to look at it um, and that's something that I never had before and what Summer was saying as well with like the social anxiety aspect as well because I was I was such a confident person at school and then to not have a need to socialize like now I have no excuse to socialize in a way I'd rather mm. just not <laughs> yeah. I know and it's I guess for me as well it's made me reevaluate who I want to socialize with yeah because we've had time away from everybody it makes really helps you evaluate who's important to you or not yeah <laughs> as the case definitely may be. yeah yeah and you think god what were, were they a bit toxic or was that situation not good for me and I think definitely what you said Jalen about how we can't we couldn't escape social media it was almost like something we did on the daily because that's all we had to do we didn't have anything else Mm so really brought a lot of issues to the forefront I think for a lot of for a lot of people regardless of age because we were all in this thing where the only thing we knew was that change is inevitable and we can't control it we've got it's almost like okay I have to put down my control problem now which is me and um totally open to that I don't know what's going to happen I have to be okay or how can I be okay in this unknown because uncertainty is the only thing we do know that's that's all we've got and I I think that was my struggle just coming to terms with that taking one day at a time when I like to plan and I like to be like okay so I'm working on this thing and I'm doing that and I like to be productive to put that down because that was almost like a part of my identity as well, to put that down and step away from it, was um, a learning curve. And I'm glad of it now, but at the time, I really struggled with that, to to kind of have those conversations with myself, I think. Mm -hmm. Finally then, I know I've been on your podcast, um, and I know, so I don't want to spend too long on here for you ladies, Mm -hmm. but... If you had to give like a little message or some type of feedback to women or teenagers, what would you say to them? What would be like your parting words of wisdom? Oh, <laughs> I don't feel like I have much phone. wisdom. <laughs> you do, I've just been on your podcast and you absolutely do. <laughs> um, what do people need to know? I'd say, okay, so I'd say from personal experience, um the main thing that I've learned probably in the past year is that um you've got to think about what really matters and um prioritize that because like you know like things are unpredictable and things are constantly changing and everything is temporary and you've just got to focus on the things that you enjoy the people that you like and put yourself in a position where you're actually enjoying what you do. I don't know if that made any sense. <laughs> yeah, almost. Like, live for today and enjoy your life. It's your one yeah. precious life. Yeah, that's I, my advice. I love that. Thanks, Hannah. I, th- I think for me, um, 
I feel like my opinions have really changed during lockdown on certain things. Like, I think even though I'm not at school, I've become a lot more educated in, like, social issues. So with, like, the Mm -hmm. Black Lives Matter movement and, like, all the Stop Asian Hate that's going on in the world as as well at the moment, I feel like I was always very influenced, like, by my family's opinions and, like, by the opinions I was taught in school. Um, Mm. So I'd probably say... like obviously go to school educate yourself (laughs) um but also like take the time to like do your own research and stuff like that and then I'd also say sorry (laughs) um um with like motivation stuff if you are struggling with motivation just take your time with things don't force yourself to do anything like because even with like our podcast we I think in I think it was like September, November time. We were like struggling with motivation with the podcast. We took a little break because Hannah was settling to uni and then I don't know we were all just quite busy because it was when things were easing a lot in lockdown. Mm. Um and we took some time off and then we came back and we were so much more motivated. Like and our episodes were like better. We really enjoyed it more. So I feel like don't force yourself to do things. Just take your time. Everything will be fine. Things will work themselves out. Just chill. Take the pressure yeah. off. <laughs> definitely amazing um thank you for myself I'd probably say I don't know if it sounds I don't know if it sounds a bit negative but I was just gonna say that you are like the only person that's gonna be there for yourself through life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true there's no one else coming to take it off um, is there? so when I had school taken away from me obviously I lost a lot of like um friendship groups that whole whole dynamic of being at school and like who you would sit on the bus with or who you'd go in the car with and you, I think a lot of people lost a lot of people they didn't think they'd lose during the pandemic. And I feel like mm-hmm. it kind of like made me think, oh, well, I can't depend on these people now. Like, what do I do now? And it made me realize that you do really have to depend on yourself and you can't like live your life expecting that everyone's going to stay. And I don't know if that sounds really like, again, negative. <laughs> Trust but, issues. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to, you have to work on yourself and as cliche as it sounds, you have to love yourself before anyone else because, like I said, you are the only person that's going to be there for yourself at the end of the day. And you you need to be able to think, you know what, I'm in my room on my own and it's okay that I'm on my own and I can I can work on things that I love doing and not what other people love doing. And I, I shouldn't be, you know, you shouldn't be like depending on, oh, when we're back out, I can see my friends and then I'll be happier. Just focusing on mm. creating your own happiness and finding what you love to do and what you enjoy and what goals you want rather than depending so much on other people and what they can give you that's amazing and I think you're so right I call it like your happiness prescription so we're all different aren't we so it's about finding out what your individual happiness prescription is for Mm. you so it could be what makes me happy may not make you happy um and you're right the only person who can do that for you is you and the more we define our happiness through someone else usually ends up defining our own unhappiness so I love that you've ended on that and I don't think it's negative at all I think it's real life and I think everyone will resonate with that that we are the only ones when it comes down to the the end of the day thank you so much for being on the podcast today so where can people find out about the little women podcast um you can follow our instagram which is at the little women podcast um and you can listen to our podcast on any platform that you listen to your podcast on um it's just called 
the Lower Lake podcast. <laughs> and, I will and thank put, you for having us. <laughs> I will put the link um, in the show notes for today's episode so people will be able to find you too. And no, thank you so much. It's been really interesting to get um, a fresh perspective on on these issues about what's important and what the pressures we all face, the realities of, of what we're all dealing with. So thank you so much. It's been really, really interesting. Have a lovely rest of your week, everyone. Thank Thanks you so much. Thank you.